Good Monday morning, everyone. Welcome back to Drunk Discussions. I am joined here with Logan. Logan, how are you doing today, buddy? Doing well. And yourself, man, how was your week? Oh, I'll get into that one. We got to, <laughs> we got to, okay, let's, let's start it off real quick. Paul is a dumbass. Locked his keys out of his house or something. He may join us later tonight. Who knows? Uh, but we've got a special guest. Logan, take it away. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know Connery and myself, but you don't know Preston. And he's going to be our guest for this week. Very happy to have you, Preston. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it, guys. I, uh, I appreciate you guys allowing me to join the podcast. Happy to have a new, fresh perspective, man. What are you drinking on tonight? Some uh, Twisted Tea and some Patron. Very nice. And Connery, you? Ooh, I like the way you think on the Patron. So I ended up picking up a special bottle of Patron Anijo Tequila Sherry Cask Cask Aged. I've I've been look, we've been pre-gaming for a little bit, waiting on Paul to get in. Uh, but I went ahead and spent a few bucks to get myself something nice for Patron. And I am also sipping on the new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Sodas. They're not they're not half bad. Bud Light, if you want to uh, sponsor us, we'll be happy to take it. I do like Bud Light. I will say that. I don't think your beer tastes like water, just for the record. Um, but neither here nor there, I'm drinking on some Jefferson's on the rocks, my good sir. Um, but no, tell me tell me a little bit more about that Bud Light, because I'm curious. Uh, you know, Burke sent me a Snapchat and was like, dude, so I, tell, me, tell me what I need to know. I got that same Snapchat from Burke, too. I was like, dude, we'll get into it. Let's roll that intro. What happened was... We, were, we got caught up in a drunk discussion, and then he burned the bacon. Where we talk about everything and know nothing. You know what I mean? So it's, it kind of seems like a win-win-win. Here's Gerald. Here's Gerald. Come on, everybody, I'm dead. <laughs> Just draw a dick on it. It's not offensive. It's a dick. Everyone's got a dick nowadays. Dude, tell me more. I don't know anything about it. Oh, a flapper's a 1920s dancer, you motherfucker. Um, got a lot of bagels. I like my bagels. Chug 30. Cheers. Salute. I mean, this shit's free, right? Monday morning. Time on in. Discussions. So, Bud Light Seltzer, uh, the new hard soda that they have, I have pre-gamed on all four new products that have come out they have a orange cream soda or it's an orange soda they have a citrus soda a cherry cola and a regular classic cola um out of all of them the classic cola is probably my favorite the orange soda definitely comes runner up uh i would say the cores uh orange cream soda that they had uh, i don't know if they have it anymore that was fucking delicious um but burke he was he was really big on the orange cream soda or the orange soda from Bud Light Seltzer. They're all right. Um, best so far is definitely classic soda. It tastes like a Coke Zero, and you can't even taste the alcohol, uh, which is cool. But it, I mean, it is a seltzer. But um, uh, kind of running into it, I want to apologize to everyone. Um, I may not make sense. I have a uh, I, I have a I I got railed in the ass last night really hard by a. Uh, ford expedition um got fucking rear-ended so i have a little bit of a concussion i've got uh, my neck all my neck my back my pussy and my crack is all fucked up um so bear with me if i don't make sense uh but yeah i'll let i'll let logan take the wheel on this one yeah um you know what they say when you have a concussion the first thing you should do is drink alcoholic beverages 
It's exactly what my doctor said. Yeah. He's like, I prescribe you a 12 pack and some Patron and take it all as quickly as possible. He asked me, he was like, <laughs> so I talk a little bit about the car accident. Um, so I was on the phone with Paul out of all fucking people. And we were oh talking about, the, we were talking about the pros and cons of Florida. And I was like, dude, I, I really am starting to love it down here. You know, like it has its cons. And he was like, yeah, you know, like how fucking hot it is during the summer, the drivers. And I was like, nah, the drivers aren't that bad. Mind you, I'm at the red light. I'm on the phone with this guy, Bluetooth, hands-free, but I'm, I'm just, I'm fucking sitting there and I look into my rear view mirror and I'm, and I'm talking to Paul. I'm like, dude, I'm about to get hit. And he was like, what are you talking about? Next thing you know, you hear just fucking slams into the back of my truck. And I'm like, motherfucking piss shit cunt. And Paul's like, did you just get fucking hit? I was like, yep. I was like, I'll call you back. He's like, you all right? And I was like, I think so. I have, I, I don't know. I was so pissed. I put it in the park. I, I take, immediately I take out my phone. I take photos of everything. I'm like, red light. I was at a red light. I didn't hit the car in front of me. I got a photo of that. Yes. Time stamped. Fucking, it, first thing's going through my head. And then I go to the car behind me. I start taking photos. I was about to take a photo of this guy's VIN. And I saw he had a white piece of paper covering the VIN. I'm like, fuck. And then I look at the passenger, I look at the driver, and I'm like, fuck. I'm like, you guys okay? And they're like, no hable inglés. I'm like, okay. And they're like, and then he said, sorry, bro. I was like, you liar. You lying piece. I didn't say this, but I just thought, you lying motherfucker. I call the cops. I'm like, hey, I was involved in a hit. Uh, yeah, I told them where I was at, all this other shit. They're like... Um, did you speak to the driver? Are they okay? I was like, look, everyone's fine. Uh, they seem all right. And, uh, I said, however, I do recommend if you do have a, uh, you know, a deputy on staff that's bilingual, go ahead and send them out. Uh, they're, uh, Hispanic speaking individuals, uh, just to make sure that they're okay. Cause they, they won't speak to me. And, uh, they came, uh, wonderful officer, uh, and we went ahead, we moved out of the middle lane cause we were in a three lane 45 mile an hour zone moved out of the middle lane i look at my truck my truck's fine but um their car is completely fucking totaled <laughs> i was like the frame is in the engine the radiator's blowing off steam i'm like you know what i'm glad i can get home you guys are gonna have a rough night but yeah so that was my light uh night thursday night last night uh we're recording this on friday yeah so i'm a little i'm a little stiff last night when i went to bed i was like i, I was starting to feel it i was like my next little stiff lauren looked at it she said there's some bruising there and then i woke up this morning fucking stiffer than a coyote and a dog hound dude my which is basically your every day right i mean that's i'm i i usually wake up stiff yes most guys <laughs> do yeah um but no i just so i went to the urgent care urgent care uh they're like we're gonna go ahead and take x-rays of everything and they're like you have a sprained ankle you have a concussion you have whiplash you have um bruising on your muscles your bones bruised type of shit i'm like great this is wonderful uh so again if i don't make sense later on into this it's probably because we'll, we'll probably be able to attribute to being uh intoxicated but i did pick up my prescriptions however they are still sealed they have not been touched uh that's a tomorrow morning type of thing i figured best thing to do when you're concussed and in pain is to drink right um so yeah Drink and don't take your prescribed medication. I think that's 
most medical professionals would make that recommendation. Yeah. 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 I mean, after eight years of school, you know, to become a doctor, I think it's only right that you give your patients the best advice you can, um, which is exactly what big pharma does. Dude, you you want to get into big pharma? I don't know if I want to get into big pharma truthfully, but I think we're here now, right? I mean, the door is opened, right? I mean, being from Ohio, though, I mean, the Appalachian area, historically, yeah, Appalachian, okay? You could say Appalachian and be wrong if you want, but I'm going to say Appalachian, okay? Historically, though, the Appalachian region has been lower income, historically. And so the thing that I didn't realize, um, I went to school in southeastern Ohio. I went to uh, college, rather, in southeastern Ohio. And something that I realized was how serious the epidemic was. And so I think big pharma plays a big role in that because doctors are actually getting paid out for prescribing these medications to people. And these people are going to doctors with symptoms that wouldn't make it necessary to prescribe pain medications or opioids most, more specifically. And they're getting these prescriptions, basically. I mean, insurance may cover it. Um, obviously, it's not free of charge. But there's been a lot of people busted, a lot of doctors busted who are running rings of giving out these pills that are being sold on the streets. And uh, it's it's an epidemic in southeastern Ohio. And I know you're from Ohio, too, Connery. So maybe you have some idea about that. But Preston, you're in Virginia, right? Yeah, I'm uh, currently in Virginia. Do you see anything like that going around? Uh, I definitely do see that, especially for the COVID vaccine. Um, I wasn't one of the people that was really looking forward to actually having to get it, especially because... I've had it twice. I kind of thought that my immune system would be able to handle any more other than that because of the uh, the antibodies that I would be building up just because of the how many times I did get COVID. Um, honestly, I just feel like that the CDC and also big pharma companies that are just pushing all this just crazy shit down our throats and, and also the media with that just cramming all this shit saying that farm like like covid is this covid is that like if you don't get this vaccine you're gonna be just absolutely devastated by this virus slash just illness in general it's just honestly to me it's just a big hoax of just saying hey we need money this is how we're gonna do it might as well just continue on and just say fuck it here we go right yeah no i hear you on that and and i think there is definitely money being made from COVID by medical providers. Um, I mean, when, you're, when we're talking about federal emergency grants and things of that nature that can make some of these systems run, which, I mean, at the same time, it's a, it's a service, a social service that's necessary for a lot of people. But, Connery, what do you think? Um, you know, I'm sure, you know, the, the hosting sites that were, you know, put on, you know, uh, they don't really like people talking about COVID. Um, but, you know, I'll give out stats, you know, actual facts. Um, you know, Big Pharma, you know, if you want to put it that way, is largely owned by BlackRock and Vanguard. 
Now, BlackRock and Vanguard are actually the top two owners of Time Warner, Comcast, Disney, and the News Corp, four of the six media companies that control 90% of the U.S. media landscape. Now, it, when it comes to coincidences, which technically aren't facts, right? Um, you know, statistically, you could apply those to being facts, but I'm not going to get into that one. Um, you know, uh, you know, Vanguard and BlackRock, they've formed what you would call, I guess, a secret monopoly, right? They own just about everything, literally everything. In all, they have ownership of 1,600 American firms, which in 2015 had a combined combined revenues of $9.1 trillion. Um, you know, they're the third largest global owner. State Street, their combined ownership encompasses nearly 90% of all S&P firms. Um, if you're talking about Big Pharma and the play that they have on literally the almost all of the U.S., uh, a majority of the world, if you will, um, that's that's a big sway. You know, if they approve commercials and you have seen, you know, these news media outlets saying get this vaccination and and albeit I am vaccinated, I haven't had it. I do test Every single day, I do have self uh, home kits um, that I do take just because of the predicament that I'm in. I can't explain that right now, um, but I do live with somebody that is a high risk. Uh, so I, I, I like to make sure before I come home every single day. Anyways, um, you know, it is kind of a it's a coincidence. What you got, Logan? Yeah, I mean, and I, and I think, too, um, when we're talking about the covid vaccination and big pharma and. And who's making money? Um, Johnson and Johnson actually comes to mind, and I'll tell you why. So Johnson and Johnson actually had the vaccine that is the least recommended by medical professionals right now. Um, it's the one time, get jabbed one time, and you're and you're good. And the funny thing is, Johnson and Johnson actually had a case brought against them um, due to their pain medication, their opioid pain medication, more specifically OxyContin. Um, which came around in 95. I think that's when it, yeah, FDA approval in 95. And so Johnson & Johnson, they actually had a ruling against them because they were found responsible for decades of opioid addiction and thousands of overdose deaths. Um, and that was in the state of Oklahoma. And so essentially they were omitting information in regards to just how addictive it could be. Um, using it, throwing it out for everything from, you know, wisdom teeth removal to, I mean, serious operations where you would require some sort of pain medication, but they were throwing it at everything. What we are saying, though, is when it comes to who owns who, CNN is owned by Time Warner. Okay. The News Corp, 21st Century Fox is owned, uh, owns Fox News. Disney owns ESPN, Hulu, A&E. You know, these guys that are part of BlackRock and Vanguard are owned by the same corporations, the same people that are able to market and split people's thoughts. And the great thing about how they marketed it is no matter what, splitting all of these thoughts are beneficial to their pockets in the long run. Um, and, and, and these are facts. These are their documents that they have out there that you're able to go view um, on the ownership of these companies. So I just want to throw that out there before you th think 
this is fake news. No, this is, this is, this is, we're just talking about companies on who owns who. That whiskey Cheers, looks boys. so good. Cheers. Salud. Big Pharma is one of those things, though, that it's so fucking deep. I mean, there's. It definitely is a rabbit hole to continue to go down to just because there's so many different things that they could possibly be putting in to any vaccine, just in general, or any medication that we get handed out. Yeah, and I think I think the thing with the the opioid epidemic, too. Is that um, it kind of compares to tobacco in that, um, you know, I think it was in the 90s that the tobacco companies were found guilty of um, deceptive practices, um, promoting smoking and saying that it was healthy for you. And I think that is something that kind of relates to the pain medication. Like they normalized uh, the use of pain medication, which led to addiction. And those addictions, the sad thing about the opioid addictions is eventually you can't afford to buy the pills anymore. And then you still are addicted to opioids. And that's when you get into the illegal substances, which so is I what could, happens in Appalachia. I mean, I could definitely talk on that one about Florida. Holy shit. The differences that have happened since the last time I was in the hospital because of a fucking getting rear-ended and now again rear-ended. The, they had uh, notices. So the last time I was in the hospital was in 2017 for a car accident. And it was in Florida. Um, it just so happens all my car accidents are in Florida and I always get rear-ended. But anyways. Um, you just like it there, bro? I, yeah. I like it in the rear. What can I say? But the doctor last time I was there was like, do you need anything? I was like, you know, yeah, I'll take some, I'll, I'll take some coding. And he was like, yeah, no problem. I was like, oh, I was kidding about that. I was, I, I, I don't need it. Look, I, I don't want to take pills. And he was like, oh, okay. Um, I'm not going to mention that doctor because he's probably already out of practice by this point. But when I went um, today, uh, you know, they had notices in 2018. I guess they're not allowed to prescribe coding. They're not allowed to do all this type of stuff um, because it's so regulated now. Um, Florida used to be really big into that shit. But relating back to nicotine uh, and this is I don't know if it's really related to big pharma, but what was it like five years ago? You started to see all these rules and regulations come against vaping. And then next thing you know, you start seeing these big tobacco companies start buying out all of these vaping products. So you have um, views, you have your, um, oh, I, you know, what was the other one? The Jewel. All of these that have been bought out by these big tobacco corporations because they realize smoking's, you know, they they had their run with it while it lasted type of deal. They made their money off of it while it lasted. And uh, there's a phenomenal movie called uh, Thank You for Smoking about the laws and impacts that it had. Uh, it's a phenomenal fucking movie. Um, but anyways, so now they're starting to say, OK, we're going to go ahead and line the pockets of lobbyists. And these lobbyists are going to go ahead and start regulating vaping products. So the companies end up losing their profit. Their profit margins end up going down. And then these uh, big tobacco companies are like, yeah, we'll just go ahead and buy you real quick. And then they go ahead and throw out a non-flavored tobacco vaping, air quotes, safer product that they can go ahead and sell to the masses. And next thing you know, they've got a new generation hooked on to tobacco products. Yeah, and, and I think the thing about that, too, is you really don't know long term what happens. 
from vaping. Like long term, we have long term studies from tobacco use, from smoking, from chew, um, from snuff, those types of things. We have long term data on those. Vaping hasn't been around long enough for us to have for us to have any kind of research long term. And um, I don't know, Preston, what do you think about the whole thing? Honestly, I mean, I vape now, so I. You know, I'm buying from these big tobacco companies and everything like that. But if you honestly look at any type of vape juice or just a vape package itself, it's going to tell you, like, what it has in it. But it also is going to have those hidden things that are in there that are going to honestly get you more addicted to tobacco products or vaping in general. Um, Because for me, I used to smoke about two packs a day or maybe even three, depending on how bad my day was going, right? So now that I've switched over from vaping, uh, from smoking cigarettes and dipping to vaping, um, I'm spending crazy amounts of money, at least thirty to fifty dollars on just either new coils, like a new pack of coils, a new like couple of bottles of juice, so I can last for a while, right? Um, to be honest, like I remember growing up, and when I would see like my parents and everything like that would go and grab, uh, you know, those un those unregulated uh vape juices and everything like that like they would have stands where you could just make your own juice you'd be like yeah man i want you know pomegranate apple whatever the fuck in this juice and you can have it up to like 50 milligrams of nicotine in it and that's like smoking honestly i i wouldn't be able to do the math right now since i'm kind of i'm definitely intoxicated right now um since i was programming with uh connery but it's like, I would say, maybe a half a pack or maybe a full pack of cigarettes, you know, and you go through a whole 120 milligram or 120 mil or 200 mil bottle of vape juice that's at 50 milligrams of nicotine, and it's just, you're over here smoking it away like it ain't nothing just because you get the nicotine high, and then you also have it smelling good, taste good, whatever the case is. And then you have all these younger p- kids, you know, 16, 17, 18-year-old people, even, probably even younger. Um, just going in these vape stores or tobacco stores in general, and some of them, you know, say 21 and older and everything like that, but... So, vape juices consist of two things, propylene glycol and vegetable glycerin. Yep. And propylene glycol, when sprayed on cornfields like it's been tested in the in the past, and it actually kills the corn. And my plant, putting the um, vape juice, not a lot, just a drop in the soil each day, killed the plant. And so, so propylene glycol is by itself a poison. And granted, it's you're typically like your VG is higher than your PG for the most part. Because I believe your, I don't know, I think it's your propylene glycol is your vapor production and your vegetable glycerin is your flavor. It could be the other way around. It's been a minute for me. But yeah, I mean, vape juice, I think, could be harmful, but we don't really know. So propylene Oh yeah, propylene glycol is a synthetic li- liquid substance substance that absorbs water. Uh, it's used to make polyester compounds. It's a base for de-icing solutions. Um, it's used by the chemical food and pharmaceutical industries as antifreeze. Uh, it's used to absorb extra water and maintain moisture in certain medicines, cosmetics, or food products. So food, uh, cosmetic, and medicines is, I mean, it is used as... Um, although propylene glycol must be heated or briskly shaken to produce a vapor, uh, propylene glycol is practically odorless and tasteless. Now, of course, uh, advanced studies on that have not really been done. And when I was looking into big tobacco companies, 
realistically, when it comes to what's out there on the media, everything basically ended in 2018. So I'm sure there's some type of look, I'm not going to make assumptions here, but a possibility is lobbyists have gotten into that and said, hey, look, we're going to go ahead and cut that out a little bit. But yes, they ended up buying out about 20% of the market. And that was in 2018. It's 2022 now. Um, you know, what's changed in the past four years, I'm sure is quite a bit. When it comes to big tobacco, they're just as bad as big pharma. And, you know, they're just trying to make their money. Yeah, that's any company, though, too. You always got to make your money, you know, at the end of the day. But like you were saying, though, kind of like that was done in. I'm going to say since it's, you know, January 21st, right, of 22. That was only three years ago, maybe four, you know. The thing to just just throwing it out there. Um, me putting vape juice on a plant in an uncontrolled environment says nothing to, to, to studies done in actual labs by scientists. So just throwing that out there. Um, keep in mind a bunch of idiots talking about things that they don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, Preston, please continue. Honestly, man, I mean, regardless of what we do on a daily basis, right? Vaping, smoking, taking opiates, whatever the case, whatever your handle, whatever your vice, right? One day we will all have an ex expiration date. I'm not going to say death because honestly death doesn't doesn't phase me very well. So I'm I don't really say death. It's just an expiration date because at the end of the day, we're going to just, you know, continue on with life cuz life doesn't stop for anybody, right? So if you have a vice, continue doing it. If it's a bad vice, try to kick it cuz long-term harm to somebody that you love or anything like that. Oh that was right. beautiful. That was beautiful. Nobody's perfect. I gotta work it. Yeah, I gotta twerk it, my pussy ass back and crack. I think that's how the song goes. Um, speaking <laughs> of vice, first thing that came to mind when somebody said vice, I was thinking porn. So it kind of proposes a question. Why the um, fuck would you why what? I just needed a second to process that change. <laughs> Look, porn. Let's, yes. We got we got our conspiracy theories we love to dabble on, but Look, conspiracy theories don't pay the bills. Speaking of paying the bills, you can find us on Redbubble, type in Drunk Discussions, and buy our merch. Every single Monday, we come out with a new piece of merch related to the episode. I have a feeling uh, the next episode, or the one you're listening to right now, is going to have a fantastic piece. But the question I am asking is, why the fuck would you pay for an OnlyFans when porn is free everywhere? So, I have something to say on that. Is it because, yep. it, it, and let me guess, since you're in Virginia, is it to support your family? Negative. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. You know, you always got these porn actresses that are like, you know, smoking fucking hot. Absolutely. I'm going to name a few just because like I watch porn, you know what I'm saying? Mia Khalifa, fucking some. Adriana um, Chekik. There you go. Fucking She's hold on, I got a whole fucking list <laughs> of this shit right now. All right, I watch a lot of porn. Okay, I can't help it. It's just I have a, a fucking... problem. <laughs> I masturbate all too often. At least two times a day, it's always there. No, I'm That's healthy. That's healthy. You're good, man. But like, you got Taylor, you got Taylor Blake, Marilyn Sugar, Carly Rae Summers, Harlan Von Hexen. 
Come on now, guys. Like, we got we got options out here. But you always got to have that one person. You're like, man, she is fucking bad. So you always got to be like, yes, I'm going to pay fucking $75 for OnlyFans. Are you fucking high? What the Bro, you're, fuck? You're, you're talking about it like musical artists. You're like my, my favorite artist. He's like, I'm not going to pirate this shit. You got to support your creator. I'm so happy we involved you, Preston. Holy shit. Crying, you man. always got to do it, man. Support the small businesses. Fuck the fucking big, you know, porn industry, okay. bro. I mean, Hang where on. else can I see my friend's wife naked, you know? Exactly. <laughs> Who doesn't yeah. want to watch your best friend <laughs> <laughs> slamming his wife? Come on, now. Even if Hang she's on. not the dumpy. I okay, was actually so I thinking a... about... Oh, sorry, Logan. Go for it. I have a serious question, though. Okay? Yeah. Like, we got to keep it on track, you know? Otherwise, we're going to lose people, right? No. Fucking, they're, they're fucking rolling in it right now. You know Yo, they are. What? <laughs> <laughs> they're like i know every single one of those actresses they're the bomb they five star on mbd man or whatever the fuck that site is <laughs> i think it's more for me to stay on track bro i'm losing it over here but <laughs> but let me ask you a question why are there mattress firms everywhere because who doesn't need a fucking mattress you can how many mattresses on... how many mattresses do you buy I mean, depending on where you're going to be going, man, I've bought at least three. I had one I taken from me when I was getting fucking split, all right? I bought another one, and then I lost it because uh, I didn't tie it down very well on top of my car. And then I just bought another one, okay? I mean, I think about it like this. So the house I'm building, we've already bought two just for that house, a guest bedroom, and we're going to go buy another one. And for how many fucking people move? They're the first thing they're like, yeah, these advertisements have said you spend 90% of your life in this bed. You might as well get a new one when you move. Right. So I, I, I followed suit, you know, I was like, I got a bad back and you know, the bad backs associated with media and you know, the bad backs associated with lack of fucking respect to your body and all this other shit that other things are throwing at you. I think they're just doing really well. And and besides, they're making what three hundred percent fucking markup on those mattresses. It ain't nothing but a bunch of cotton and fucking foam. You're talking like twenty bucks to make a mattress, and they're selling it for fucking. I just bought a my last sort of mattress. I spent five grand on because a celebrity uses it. I was like, a celebrity uses it. I can. They're really good at marketing. That's all. Hey, listen. Don't talk about me not respecting my body, okay? It's a two-way street. My body does not respect me. You should see what I have to go through. I mean, come on now, guys. We've all been beat up. We've all had our accidents and shit. You know, Connery more than ever because he likes yeah. it in the rear. But hey. Connery, you, you remember that time when you broke your ass? Um, Speaking of which, you know what could really do really well? Toilet industries. If some motherfucker was like, this is like the mattress for your ass when you're sitting down. I spent a lot of time on the toilet. I probably I probably waste an hour and a half of my day on a toilet. And that's just because I don't want to do anything else. I feel like they could make good fucking money off of toilet seats. You know what I'm saying? That's why bidets have become crazy in the US. That's where I was going with that. And I just thought to myself, I was like, I wonder how much the bidet industry is worth. And so I Googled it because everyone wants to know that, right? Um, the bidet industry is a hundred and six million dollar industry in America. That's fucking insane. Poised to grow fifteen percent annually. 
I will say, in Japan, boudets are fucking wild. They are fucking everywhere. You go to, I mean, they're not going to be in public restrooms, obviously, because, like, public restrooms, I don't feel like I want to have somebody else's ass juice sprayed over, like, my Wait, ass. But here's the thing. Here's what I don't understand. Why, why did they put a water fountain in a toilet? Because you got to get your booty clean, baby. Come on now. What, what else Wait, besides look. wiping? Okay. It's a util. It's a utilitarian thing. You got to think about it on multi-purpose level. A homeless person, they're thirsty. They're like, "Hey, click this button real quick." I mean, if you feel like drinking some toilet water, baby, let's do it. All right, <laughs> that's what we got to do. All right, but no, bro. How many liters per spray are we talking about? Like, is it is it bad? Like, or is it a lot of water that we're? Because I mean, we're talking about a flush and a spray. You know, we're talking about a hike in water. No, you're not. No, you're not, because the water's going into the bowl, which is attributing to the flush. Now that's now that I think about it, that explains so much about the toilet industry, right? The toilet industry is just as bad as the manu uh, the mattress factory fucking industry or mattress fact. Uh, what am I saying? I don't know. Th that makes a lot of sense. A lot of the ads I've been seeing now have been recently for bidets, the squatty potty. The oil spray that you squirt on your fucking before you poo. Yeah, that's what it's fucking called, right? I need to know what the fuck a squatty potty is. Stat. Okay. It's a fucking, look. it's a literally, dude, it's just a fucking like a step stool, bro. Have you ever what? done a field dump, Logan? I don't want to climb to my toilet. Have no, you ever done a field dump? A field dump? You mean yeah. like pooping outside? Yes. yes. You have to squat you to squat. poop. Yeah, or you, or you do a tree sit, yeah. Yeah, and how whole, clean is your uh, how clean is your ass after you poop? I mean, do you bring toilet paper? Well, yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, let's like when say you're camping. You, <laughs> let's say you go to a field dump. Generally, your ass is a lot cleaner after you poop doing a field dump because you're squatting. Your butt cheeks aren't compressed together like they are on a toilet seat. So the method behind it is you're in the squatting position as you poop. And look, Squatty Potty, I will fucking read off an ad every 15 minutes if you want to sponsor me. I, I use your product. I have three of them. Anyways, um, I swear by that shit. It helps with hemorrhoids, squeezing. I love that shit, dude. You're in a squat position. You're using less toilet paper. And look, if I combine a Squatty Potty, a bidet, and some oil spray, I have a generally phenomenal butt cheek action. No hemorrhoid shit going on. You know what I'm saying? This is the content that people come here for every week. Listen, dude, I'm going to tell you this much right now. I want to see it. That's dude, what I'm I, I'll send hey, you pics. Honestly, I'll Let's try it go. once. I'll try it once, you know? Like, you've got three in your house. A squatty. Dude, I'm Googling it. The number one way to number two. All right, squatty potty, I see you. See, I've done Great a lot marketing. of, you know, field dumping in my time because being drunk in other countries definitely has their tolls, right? He is very right. You definitely have a cleaner bum after you have that squatted, right? Oh, what? But I will say there has been studies d upon studies upon studies on how our old aunt, like our ancestors, the people before us, right? You know, the men and women and children that were in the fucking forest doing the hardest work possible. We're just saying, fuck it, dude. No undies, no nothing. We go in commando, and we just gonna wear, we're going to wear a tapestry that goes in the front and the rear, right? And we just taking nasty poops in the fucking forest, right? 
that's how we were supposed to poop, man. And we have these fucking porcelain fucking thrones that we got some crazy shit on. Bro, let me let me just say that these squatty potties look like this website looks like it was created by trolls. Like this is if you please Google it. If you're listening to this, please just Google squatty potty and and look at these ads. Um, is, is let's the take unicorn, a drink. Is the unicorn there? Do you unicorn. see the unicorn? I'm not on the page right now, but that used to be their advertisement as a as a unicorn taking a poop with sparkles. In its yeah, poop. I see. Oh, I it's see still a, there. It is that still was, there. So the, the squatty. To give you an idea, if you know what the Harlem Shake is, right when uh, fucking people were doing the planking challenges and things like that, that's when that became really big. They're like, let's capitalize on this no nonsense or this absolute nonsense advertisements and bullshit that's going on like the harlem shake and make money off of it and they became very very successful off of it anyways let's take a shot let's do it salute boys oh salute this is so fucking good this patron mm, it's got a little bit of a cherry sweetness to it i'm not gonna lie this patron has definitely uh put the bitter to my my sweet you know yes um so i think if look i know i've got some listeners over in moscow i don't know how i feel about you but i love you i love you and dearly um but when it comes to reality right we know the entire u.s for the most part is completely out of touch re with reality right you know what i'm talking about logan yeah absolutely being out of touch with reality yeah so have you ever met a person that made you say this person is out of touch with reality? Like either a rich person or entitled silver spoon person type of people. Do you got anything on that? They, I was always told that there's going to be people who have it easier than you and there's going to be people who have it harder than you. And that's just a fact of life. That's exactly true. That's very I, true. God damn. That was, a, that was a mature way of looking at it. I was about to make some fucking rants. I mean, they, I mean, Logan is very true with that, right? Which, it was very well put, Logan. That was very well put. Very educated, very mature. No, I mean, I guess my thought process was like, the person with the silver spoon might have other things. Like, it, what looks like a perfect life may have some other things under the surface. You never know. You, you can never judge a book by its cover, because you do not know exactly what is happening behind closed doors. Never but there's will. definitely people who are so rich that will never, they will never have to work a job. And, but yeah. <coughs> Jeff Bezos. <coughs> but hey, I just want to say, um, on behalf of Alex Jones, that he, all right, when he said the frogs were turning gay, okay, they weren't turning gay. They were changing gender due to chemicals in the water. Okay, so he, he was wrong, but also, I mean, in his defense... He just didn't say what he was trying to say. Um, so I just he wanted seemed, to throw that out there. He seemed very, very angry when he was saying that he that we were turning the frogs gay. Which is that that clip lives rent free in my head for all eternity. Ooh, Definitely. that's a good one. What, what clip? Uh, so I think when I think of clips, I think of Vine. You remember that? Oh, Vine was the absolute epitome of me. Now is there anything that stands out you just think of and you're like that fucking I remember that line no matter fucking what. 
Ouch. That hurt like a butt cheek on a stick. Favorite line. Where's the chapstick? That one's in my fucking head. All right, let's go ahead and... Yeah, let's cut a short fucking take a drink. That's exactly what I was thinking. Um, You know, in the beginning of this podcast, before I derailed it, I'm sorry, I'm grabbing a drink, stepping away from the mic real quick. All right, I got a drink. Let me go ahead and crack this bad boy open. Um, We were talking about COVID. So I picked up a few hobbies during COVID. Did Did you guys pick up anything? Honestly, yeah, I uh, I picked up. I honestly didn't pick up anything. I uh, I was definitely deployed during the middle of uh, COVID. Well, not the middle of it. Um, I left before COVID happened, and then I came back in the middle of it. Um, that was probably the weirdest time of my life. Why? Because uh. Honestly, I didn't know what to do. I just spent 206 days without any port. So I spent almost the entire year, right? So you spent 206 days in the water. Nothing else to do. I will give you an exact fucking... Do it. I'm so happy. Do it. I mean, what's wrong with that? We are men. I mean, we're not the only thing in this world that has sex or masturbates for fun, right? You see monkeys doing it all the time, right? You have the dolphins that fuck for fucking fun, right? Those damn dark dolphins, right? Yeah, them them, damn dark dolphins. Speaking of which, you can find that episode one and you can find merch for it. But I have 126 videos on my cell phone right now that I used on deployment, right? And when so, you got close enough to any port, I would download more. I, I can think. tell you what, I picked up a few things. So I actually, um, we started a Dungeons and Dragons group with, uh, man, I am burping a lot. But anyways, we started a Dungeons and Dragons group among all my coworkers. And I got really into making 3D models, like out of styrofoam and cardboard for these, these little game sessions that we did and it was a lot of fun i learned a lot but i also um i picked up a few things sound editing uh video editing i i picked up a few hobbies during the pandemic uh jerking off was i I, you know nothing really changed there it's been the same since i was about 12 maybe 11 that begs another question but what you got logan i wonder if there's any empirical studies on the increase in masturbation due to covid didn't Pornhub actually release statistics the moment lockdown happened? I'm pretty sure I saw an update there. Like we saw an 87% increase. It was it was in the 80s. I know that they saw a massive in the multi-billion of people watching porn. I don't know if I can trust you, but I would say that is believable. You know what? You guys talk about some. I'm gonna do some research real quick. Please do some research because I think the people need to know. I'm currently looking it up as we speak <laughs> because I definitely saw that and it was absolutely just insane. I love how everybody's ta- everybody, everybody talks about I got into shape because of the pandemic. Like I, I got a new job during the pandemic. Like I traveled the world during the pandemic and we're talking about masturbation increases <laughs> okay so it wasn't 80 percent, but in fact there was a whopping 57 percent spike in users just from italy 
uh, when it rolled out on March 12th. Now, the actual stats worldwide is there was a spike around, uh, the traffic spiked around 3 a.m., which attributed to users staying up later thanks to work-from-home arrangements. But the most interesting spike was 26.4% during lunchtime at 1 1 p.m. So after they were done with their Zoom meetings, there was a 26% increase of people jerking off, basically, after uh, their little Zoom meetings with work, which I... I'm not going to lie. I was, uh, for the first like three months, we had a little bit of a break there. In between Zoom meetings, I definitely um, I worked, worked a lot harder. Um, I hate it here. Very hard. <laughs> I mean, who would show up to a Zoom meeting with pants? They can't see the bottom half of you. Bro, so what do you mean? Do you know what a blessing it is to be able to be in a meeting with sweatpants on. Do you have any idea? Bro, I would honestly do it just bottom half of me, just commandoed. But here's the thing, too, though. Like, I do have to be some semblance of dressed for work because I feel like when you look good, you feel good and you do better work. Right. But And, and also, like, when you put on your work clothes, it's like you're ready for work kind of deal. You know what I mean? And Whereas you're not, like, sitting in sweatpants. But I don't know. It is a blessing. Like, sometimes if I'm not feeling well, I don't have to, you know, wear slacks and a polo. Listen, man, listen. I'm the type of person, if I had to show up, if I had Zoom meetings, which would be fantastic right now, but I have to get out in the ridiculous amounts of times where I've woken up before the ass crack of dawn, right? Okay, so like 1 a.m. But if I could wake up, and just go to a Zoom meeting, I would 110% show up half naked. Why? Because, like, who doesn't like to look, you know, in their bo- like birthday suits, you know what I'm saying? But, like, have the top half dressed. Just so, like, if you walk, or, like, you're just sitting at the desk, you know, talking about the Zoom meetings, you'd be good. And then you know. can walk away and just do your business with your woman, or just watch your things. Or, yeah, jerk off to 126 different videos on your phone. I think that you guys... (laughs) I think think you guys have a different idea of what work... You remember when we were talking about people who are out of touch with reality? Um, I think you have a skewed idea of what work from home is. (laughs) It's it's called jerk from home. And with that, thank you guys so much for listening to Drunk Discussions. Be sure to drink and jerk. Every Monday morning when we release a new episode, take care, guys. And if you have any questions or comments you want to throw out this, please email us at drunkscussion.crew at gmail.com or find our products and merch at Redbubble. Y'all have a great day. Catch you later.